What's up, y'all? This is Leader Johnson, Fowler Leader. We are here. Football season is here. Villanova versus Lehigh. I'm here to give you, give you the news on football, man. Let's go. We have, we have Villanova versus Lehigh coming up. I would not unfortunately be able to make this home game. Um, it's been a lot, uh, a lot of work, but I am here to give you the news. Um, this is going to be a real, you know, Villain Lehigh improved last year. Dante Perry leading them, quarterback, led the team. Um, quarterback from Philadelphia. Have a lot of good players. This will be Dante Perry versus Connor Watkins. I like this matchup. Two quarterbacks about to go at it. They were three and eight, but left the season. They went out on a good note. Three and eight, um, wing, uh, three game winning streak. Excuse me. Let's talk about it. Where, where we want to go first? We'll go to the roster. I want to go to this roster. Um, shout out to Dave Melantra uh, and Eric Watkins for doing a good interview with Mark Ferranti, my guy. Um, shout out to him. That's my guy there, man. Just seeing his whole evolution. Talk to Andy Talley about this man. Nothing but great rave reviews on Mark Ferranti. He is the coach. I think after last year, he is the coach for um, FCS right now. I think he is the, that coach. This is the uphill team. Just because Ola Adams leaves. Penny Packer definitely gets a good, you know, sign edit in Ferranti and the interview with um, VU Sports talks about his progression, what, what could happen. He even says the up things about him and what needs to happen. He don't know if Ferranti will become that guy. Not saying he doubts him. I'm saying he's basically leaving doors open. Reiterate that. Everybody like, oh, what are you saying? I'm done. This is what I'm saying. He doesn't just ride up on this team like this team is perfect. I mean, he has so much confidence in Penny Packer and these guys, his whole coaching staff is huge confidence. But he also says that um, we're looking to see how this team can stop the run. We're looking to see how these DBs can do. So that's the big thing. Penny Packer has to put his stamp on this team. He doesn't know that yet, so he can't give you a full evaluation, but he knows how good Penny Packer is as a coach, as a defensive coach. Um, so, um, Ross is really going to be a guy that's really going to put a big impact, just like Nathan Pagan did with the receivers when he made the move. So, let's start with the quarterback first. Um, I'm so excited about this room. I'm really excited about just how good this quarterback room is. Connor Watkins, I've been talking big about him. I've been talking big about him. You will see this will be his era, his start. I mean, this was a good recruit when they got him. I was excited about him. The right size, great cannon for arm, dual threat quarterback. And you look at Ferranti talk about Connor Watkins. One of the big things they said about Connor was um, he had a stronger arm than Dan, which I knew. Dan... Tough quarterback, one of the toughest quarterbacks Villanova ever had. But he's he's he, talent wise, like um, they both can run the same. Like both of them are dual threat quarterbacks, but Connor has a better arm. So he looked. I see a more exciting quarterback coming 
Say what you want. Everybody, oh, Daniel, Daniel Smith is definitely one of the greatest Villanova players to ever play. But Connor could be better. Connor could be better, man. And, and But you got to have that mental moxie. You got to have it. That extra. I want to talk about that extra. Villanova has it with all this talent and these talent. Connor Watkins, we have yet to see him. You got to get on the field and do it. With all due respect, he got to get on the field and do it. You know, he got to get on the field and be a player, man. And, um, but Connor, I believe it, man. Connor, every time he steps in there, like when Daniel, when he was coming up as a backup for Daniel Smith, um, people had all their questions. Oh, Ricky Ortega, who's going to do it? Who's going to start? Connor Watkins, man. Connor Watkins. It was no, I was at press, I was in games, at press box games, and Connor Watkins. I tell him, Connor Watkins is going to start. That's it. Like, even when Daniel Smith, the year before last, I mean, kind of Watkins. It's his time. The man is, listen, his arm is so exciting. Accuracy, his arm, like, he's going to be, like, he he's a candidate to be the CAA player of the year type guy. Um, and, yes, he has the type of talent to get the Walter Payton Award. And as I go through here, you, you'll hear, me talk about the interview between CAA, Eric Watkins, David Melantra, and Mark Ferrante. You'll, you'll hear me describe it. Connor Watkins is one of them guys who can perform, man. You're going to see what type of guy this is. He's going to excite the crowd. One thing, he got Ray Jerron Pringle, and he got Jaron Hayek and Des Boykins to throw to. And nobody's talking about Jaquan Allen. It's four guys they got that stretch the field, and they're going to be hard to guard. And that's going to be something for this uh, Lee High team as I talk about that as I go. But the captains of this team, Tyler Will, Colin Gamrock, uh, you know, um, D. Will Barley. And uh, also Elijah Glover, who, I mean, I've been following since he's recruited, knew he was a special player, knew he was a tough player. Um, Elijah Glover, D. Will Barley, Tyler Will are guys that just really earned to keep this team. And then Colin Gamrock. So now we go to this offense. Offense big. I mean, man, these guys can ball out. Tough guys. All got recruited. Worked hard. Mark Ferrante and his coaching staff. One thing, all these guys, is, it's a dream team of coaching staff, guys. For one, don't ever think anybody on this coaching staff is worthy of being on it. Whether it be scouting, recruiting guys, recruiting them, they always get good coaches. I mean, look at the basketball team. Staff is always nice and elite to make it a winning program. So we look at Connor Watkins and just how good this guy can perform, what he can do. Ray Jerron Pringle, Jaron Hayek, and Des Boykin. Let's talk about that first. Any team is going to have a problem playing this team because. You got those three guys, and then you got three running backs. You got Jalen Jackson, D. Will Barley, T.D. A.O. Durajai. And like I always say, this guy's a track star. He's T.D. is a track star. D. Will Barley is one of the, probably the toughest running back on here, and Jalen Jackson's the most talented. So you're talking about three guys who are going to get after it. Don't to mention that Eli Smith is going to get some run. This is a dangerous squad. So, giving everybody the, the roundup and what they can do. And then you look at the offensive line. 
I mean, this offensive line, that was always my question. Who's going to be ready? And that's my thing. I want to see them get on the field. That's my question. As good as this roster is, as good as they are on paper with guys like Nick Torres, Kyler Gamroth, Michael Corby. You got Timmy. You know I mean, you got guys on this team that, that are James Petrovich. These guys are ready to play. Jaden Rollins. You got guys. Those are guys backing up. Looking at this roster, and I'll break down the roster as another podcast because we're going to talk about breaking down the roster. But right now, just want to talk about a couple of players that are really some guys to look at. And you look at the defense. I knew when Bryce Ganius was doing so good last year. Bryce, big time player. Jared Nelson comes back, a dog, a leader in the locker room. Garrett Zobo, another big time recruit, turned out to be that recruit. I really like how this defensive line looks. Ganius, Zobel, and Nelson. I mean, this is going to be one of the best three they've had in a minute. Young, powerful, good pass rushers. All three of them can rush the passer, especially Ganius and Zobel, man. They're going to do a lot for this team. Like, I really like that three. I'm excited to see what they do because the game is won to me in the trenches. You can talk about anything you want, offense, which is the offensive line and defensive line. How good are those two lines? And they, they really did recruit some good offensive linemen. But, man, guys transferred and, you know, a lot of those offensive linemen leave in packs like MJ Dumas and <laughs> all those guys leave in packs. Like, the seniors – it's always like a three or four of them that leave at a time. And then the 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 transfer part happened. Around the time Changa Hodge was going, Paul Gratton left. Like, it was really a big change in the line. And now that experienced line that was there is gone. And the new guys got to step up. Just It's hard when you got to have an assortment, a collective of experience leave on a position and then bring other guys in right away, no matter how talented they are, not especially at the offensive line. So looking at this squad, look at this team, this is an exciting offense. Three running backs, four running backs to me. Four running backs will be impacting this year. Um, Eli Smith was such a great recruit. He's really going to be a, a immediate impact person. And another guy, that nobody talks about. We talk about Ray Jerron Pringle. We talk about Des Boykins. We talk about Jerron Hayek, Jaquan Allen. Those are my two guys I'm looking at. Eli Smith is going to get some run. He's going to make some good plays. He's going to make some big plays. Jaquan Allen's the same thing. These were guys that got really hard to recruit. Allen was a three-star guy. Eli Smith, big-time elite Texas prospect at running back. This offense is not looked at as people think. And then James Madison is not here. I'm going to say that a lot through this podcast. James Madison is not here. Let's talk about their offense. James Madison is not here. The linebacking core was also a question. That was a bigger question than, well, it was about the same, almost, because a lot of experience left on the linebacker. A lot of experience left. So much experience left or transferred in the last couple of years on linebacker. So what are you going to do with that? Same thing happened to the offensive line, happened to the linebacker. Well, Brendan Bell saved the day. Timothy Ferguson from Damascus, I always talk about, just like TD came from, same, my guy, how you doing, um, Brian Brezzy, 
That was my guy, man. Kept in contact with him when he was getting recruited by Penn State and Ohio State. That's a great high school, man. And and Villanova went in there and got two big-time prospects from their high school. So you got Brenda Bell, Shane Hartzell. Like I said, I, I was at Press Box. I mean, not Press Box interviews. <laughs> after the game, uh, you know, you had to interview the last game when uh, Nova lost. And Hartzell was a name that even Forrest Ryan talked about and Daniel Smith talked about. So this is a guy I'm excited to see. So I saw him come out of high school. He's a monster in high school. But the big thing is, you hear about Brendan Bell, who all congratulations got the scholarship. Timothy Ferguson, who was a he's an animal tackler, body slamming, <laughs> and Shane Hartsell. But they got leadership. Dane D'Amico, Daniel Abraham. Antonio Maturo, they don't even have to really depend on their talent right there. As much as I think Ferguson comes in and he starts next to those guys, I think he's the next guy in line after those guys. They don't have to just d- depend on the young talent to step up. Josh Slay or Jordan Nelson. They don't have to depend on the young talent. Now they can develop while these guys come in because this is going to be a good linebacking court now. Because you got veteran leaders, and they're going to know how to play on the field. They're going to know how to play on the field. That's going to be the the kicker there. You know, I know you got Jared Nelson, and you got um, Gary Zobel. You got Bryce Gaines, and we'll talk more about the defensive line because they have depth there. But that veteran leadership is really going to help this team. Then you talk about the cornerbacks. Sean Scudders, I'm ready for him, man. High-level elite. High-level Three-star talent. Another big get like when they got Jaquan Allen. Sean Roden. Remember I was talking about him when they recruited Ty Trini and Ethan Potter. He was one of those guys. Tyrell Mims. They they went all in on so many real good, talented cornerbacks. Who's another guy? Tyrell Mims. But John Roden is my guy. out there. Him and Scudders are my guys out the cornerback lot. After cornerback position, those are my two guys. I've always been high on, especially Roden. Over everybody was Roden. I can't wait to see this guy perform. Um, at safety, man, you know what? I worried about the safety position the last couple of classes. And um, when the recruiting uh, came up, they really went in on it. Like, that was always a position where they secretly went in and he did a great job. Like, when I say secretly, because you saw always saw offensive linemen. You always saw them get a running back. You always saw them get a linebacker. But they always, out of nowhere, one of their top three best players will always be that safety position. Jalen Goodman. I was always high on Jalen Goodman. Always high on Jalen Goodman from Lower Marion. Always. And look what happened. I was waiting for him. Oh, I was waiting for this man to come on the field. Then you got Ethan Potter. He was an athlete, elite, high-level elite athlete, could have, you know, cornerback, receiver, safety, and now look at him. Immediate impact. And that surprised me for him to be immediate. I mean, it's a lot of guys. I knew he was going to have an impact, but not like he did. And I always ask Ferranti, man, how do you just get these freshmen to just come right in and impact? Not just impact, because you can impact – and have a solid season. But Ethan Potter really showed a lot last year. I'm excited to see what he does with Goodman. But you still got Elijah Glover. 
beast leader and once again Kashawn Schultz man once again I'm just waiting to see because he impacted from the first start he got his first interception and you was just like man this guy he has great hands good size um Tyrell Mims Philadelphia prospect real hard work you always seen the offseason working hard real vocal He's going to be an impact player. And don't forget, and I've been hearing a lot of good things about him. Um, Christian Sapp. He was really highly looked at. Um, a guy that could have played wide receiver and been elite. They could have put him up there, but they chose. I mean, they was really fighting where they were going to put him at, I heard. I heard it, a lot of this. Like, they was fighting, like, where they going to put him at. And. He could be elite in either position. And Christian Sapp, he's already impacting. Like, that's going to be a real – that's what's going to make help them get sacks. And once again, you go back to the defensive line, Aiden Howard, Jay Green. Two guys you got to look at on this team that um very talented, C.J. Presley. This is just one of those defensive lines. If we look at this team and look at this line, um, Timmy Ejuro Tutu, is, he looked good um, last year in the playoffs coming in. Um, uh, he's been looking good in practices. He's looking like a guy that can be a star. Nick Torres, uh, Colin Ganrod, Michael Corby. Um, then you got guys like Jake Picard, Wyatt Hummel, Ian Erickson, Eric Bakish, like this is a, there's a lot of talent on this line. Jaden Rollins, big guy, big Jaden Rollins, like this is a lot of talent on this line. So we're so happy about that is they got guys that can help block for this real talented running back room. Isaiah Wright is still around. You got guys like Isaiah Wrangling coming off um, being recruited. I just got two big time running backs that just is coming to this team next year. So this is really, you know, a uh, Matt. Colo Otantu is another guy. Excuse me, Colo and Tutuano. Uh, if I'm not saying that right, when Matt see me, correct me. But this is an all-purpose guy. Another guy, along with Eli Smith, I think, will get some touches at running back. So they're really like five deep at running back that's going to get touches. Um, this is a good offense and a good defense. I mean, top to bottom, look what I'm naming here. They got... You look at the last couple of seasons when they had Changa Hodge and, you know, they had so many guys. I mean, they really always had that one guy on offense, and then the second guy was, you know, he can, he's explosive too, you know. There's two receivers, but not as explosive at the same time. Like, you know, at one time you had one receiver, and then, the, you know, you had Torres, you know, then you had, um, you had Josh come in, then Changa was there. And they had their times. They had their explosive moments, right? And Changa was the most, um, you know, with Phillips and guys around at that time, it just wasn't explosive. Even then, as good as those guys were, besides Changa's last season with Villanova, I mean, I always saw the talent in that guy. I always saw the talent in Covington. And, and I just saw it coming. Saw the domination that they can bring. But, man, Pringle and Hayek is the best duo in a long time for Villanova. And then you got Des Boykin. Usually Des Boykin to be their second running back, uh, you know, with Villanova in the last, you know, before these guys, Hayek and um, Pringle, 
just did as good as they was doing. Boykin would usually be the second. The, the talent of a Dez Boykin would usually be the second running back. And sometimes the first guy. So this team is that talented to have a guy like Boykin at number three. Another guy, um, we're going to talk about the roster eventually. I'm not gonna, we're going to have a whole nother, uh roster breakdown before the game. I'm going to talk about the roster. Something big for Villanova fans. The 2023 class has just been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, what else can you say? I really like this. This class is phenomenal. Last year class was good, but this is a way better class. Another guy I always talked about, Josh Aluremi, the defensive back. We'll see how he goes in the future. I think he's going to be an impact player. But that's a great secondary. For some reason, Villanova always gets his big secondary. So we come back, man. We'll talk Lehigh Villanova. Um, I just wanted to break down. We'll break down what guys could do in the games when we come back here on Father Leader. We back, y'all. We back, y'all, man. Um, you gotta the Lehigh team. They are led by none other than Dante Perry, Philadelphia prospect. This is that that game is going to be based on Dante Perry versus Connor Watkins, Logan Jones, Trail Wimberly, um, Taji Leach. That's a good defensive back. 
trio to worry about, but we do have our guys with Ethan Pot, with Jalen Goodman, Kashawn Schultz, Elijah Glover, Ethan Pot. I mean, this is a, a very deep defensive back unit for Villanova. They have Nate Norris at linebacker. They have a tight end. Alex Snyder, and I also want to talk about the tight ends with Villanova, which I never talked about because I want to talk about this is something you got to stop. Alex Snyder, he's a veteran, he's there. Um, this is not a you know, this is a team that's going to improve, they're going to be better than last year. So, this is a good thing to see where Villanova is. If they blow this team out, they're on track, <laughs> no matter how much they improve. But Mitchell Bothwell, Antonio Johnson, Charlie Gilroy, and Jack Stanton, the underrated position to talk about right now that nobody talks about in depth in depth is the tight end position. Jack Stanton is 6'3", like 230, 240, um, was a high-level defensive player in in high school and could catch the ball and block. But you got Charlie Gilroy, who's just really over, even over the guys, you're looking at the three-star guys, Antonio Johnson and Mitchell Bothwell, who are going to impact. Gilroy is probably the, could be just, I mean, the number one guy you could think about. He's a, he's a vet. He was a walk-on. Which all the time, Villanova develops players from walk-on. So, when Villanova, well, any FCS team gets a walk-on, you can't look at him like uh, a FBS team would look at him because they wouldn't give him the chance that um, a FCS program would give him. You put everybody, all your crabs in the barrel, see who fights. And Charlie Gilroy, Michael Corby, Colin Gamroth, Brandon Bell, uh, guys like that, Tyler Will, all these guys become big-time guys. So, this is a very underrated. That's why I say this offense is real deadly. They have a real good special teams unit at Lehigh. That's that's something that's not talked about. But T.D. Ayo Durajahi, which I'm so glad. You know what? I've been waiting for him to be the, the return guy. I've been waiting. They had a lot of guys there. They had Dez Boykin. They had so many guys returning the ball. But T.D. Ayo, I always say he's a track star with power. It's going to be hard. to. He's going to get some returns. I'm predicting two touchdowns from T.D. Ayo Derajai. And I could just see him being a guy that gets good field position for this team. When you get a good field position for a guy like Connor Watkins who could throw the football, it's going to be real hard to stop this team. Now, Tom Gilmore is 0-3 against Villanova, so the odds are stacked against him, you know, but this is a tough losing team from last year, but it's also an improving team. You just can't sleep this team. They have guys that can make an impact. Tommy Lewis, Jack DiPietro, block kicks, um, a couple of kicks, and um, the block kicks, there's three and all between them both. Um this is a team that, you know, they're going to be tough. But this is the thing of the outcome of this, okay? We could talk about that all day. I think Villanova blows them out. But um, if Villanova loses, this is a big loss for them. I don't care if it's a one-point loss. Not unless Lehigh ends up being a, a playoff team, you know, by surprise. I think Lehigh can – I think they'll, they'll, they'll get like a good – what? <sighs> What can I say I predict for this team? Uh, maybe two games. Improving. Two games. No question. Um, But if Villanova loses, it's a bad loss. If Lehigh wins, this is big for Lehigh. 
So this is why this is a test for to see if Villanova doesn't slip to a team, an improving team that on paper doesn't match up, does not stack up against Villanova. Not at all. If they lose to them, Villanova's like, oh, now second guessing. Unless, like you always say, you don't know till the season goes on, Lehigh ends up being the playoff team. It's like, oh, Villanova lost to a team that actually got that much better this year. Even will surprise me because I didn't that it'll be a losing prediction because I didn't predict them to be that like this at all. Um, looking at this squad, looking at this team, who do I expect to have a big game? Kind of why? Because I think he could have 400 yards passing. Why? Because you got Razor Ryan Pringle and Jared Hayek and Charlie Gilroy and Antonio Johnson and Mitchell Bothwell and Des Boykin and Jaquan Allen. You can still throw it to Jalen Jackson. You can throw it to D-Will Ball. You can throw it to TDD. These guys are that talented. They have three lead backs. Let's not get it twisted. This is not even in the mode of a of Philadelphia Eagles who have three running backs, right? And I don't want to compare the, the NFL and college. I'm not doing that. Just talking about where they're both at. Philadelphia in the pro level has three impressive running backs in Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, and um, Miles Sanders. But they're not three lead backs. Like, Boston Scott can play, and he will be a good back for a team. Kenneth Gainwell is possibly a lead back. Let me tell you. He's possibly. But not right now, no. He's just a good, solid back. Miles Sanders is the lead back. This team actually, I mean, this team actually with D-Will Barley can start for any team on the FCS. T.D.A.O. Durajai can start for any team in the FCS. And then you're looking at, um, Jalen Jackson, but at the same time, Eli Smith is the same. Nobody's talking about him yet, but guarantee you, that's four lead backs. All right, so let's talk about just how good. On the other hand, or, or, or not, excuse me, I want to compare what makes them both running backs. I don't want to compare NFL and college, but just giving you some pointers here. When Sanders was hurt, Gainwell took over. Scott took over. They had big games. They had big games. They led. They helped. They led and helped the Eagles. A lot of games. But there was a time when Covington and Jackson were both done, and they had to have to depend on D. Will Barley and T. D. A. Oderajayi. And they carried them to a winning season. Good season from both guys. I mean, they both competed. They didn't just come in there and be solid like Gamewell and Scott and, you know, lead them to games like that. They were actually super impactful and were lead backs. 100-yard backs. This is scary for teams. Lehigh, listen, Lehigh football should be scared because this might be a um a 45 to 7 game 45 to 3 you should be scared because Villanova has shut teams out the last couple of years Hayek know about it ask Daniel Smith ask Covington they shut teams out with some guys that are on these teams on both sides of the ball so now this offense just look at this roster Four lead backs. I know Eli Smith won't get as many carries as Ayo and as D-Will and as Jalen, but he's going to get some carries, and he's going to impact. He's going to surprise people because nobody's going to plan for him yet. And and Veronti knows how to get those freshmen into the impact, man. 
I mean, so many guys like Ethan Carr and Daniel Lopez um, on this team. Jalen Sanchez, maybe they get him the ball a couple of times. Another good recruit out of nowhere they got coming in at receiver. I love what Pagan has at receiver, man. And it was a time even when Pagan was um when Ryan Bell was the tight end when when uh, Pagan was uh, the tight ends coach. And he did so good with those guys. But now, even now, looking at the two, three-star tight ends they got, which were big, big, huge, huge. I mean, we're talking about some of the best recruits in this football uh, university's history, them two tight ends, Antonio Johnson and Mitchell Bothwell, top 10. As far as 247 sports, top 10, two to the top. You got Kayshawn Schultz. You got Aiden Howard. You got Antonio Johnson. You got Mitchell Bothwell. Four of those guys are the top 10 recruits in history, in 247 Sports history for Villanova. Four of the top 10 highest recruits in Villanova football history are on this team. Jaquan Allen's another one. This is how good this team is in history. That's five. Awesome, awesome time and awesome era for Ronte. Andy Talley picks the right man. Just like Jay Wright. I could say that just like Jay Wright picking Kyle Neptune. Ferranti picked. Ferranti was handpicked by Andy Talley. Another. Let's just talk about this. Ferranti was handpicked by a college football Hall of Fame coach and Andy Talley, who won a national championship. Kyle Neptune was handpicked by a Hall of Famer. So this is for that. That's a little cue. Football, football people, run back and tell the Villanova fans. Run back and tell the basketball fans that don't listen to this football podcast. Yeah, y'all got a good coach because the same criteria took to pick Ferranti, Neptune got picked. Mister Miyagi, Danielson. So I, I just think it's crazy. I mean, Tally talked about how smart Ferranti was and how smart and how good Ola Adams was. I mean, he talked about Chris Bowden. He talked about these guys. It's only a matter of time before I think Ferranti gets two, maybe three. I mean, this is a real talented team. You can go down and watch a lot of good talented teams. They lost to a talented team last year. You got They, they got talented teams to go to against on their schedule. But at the same time, this year, not last year, this year. This is a very, very stacked team. And it's only going to get better next year. I mean, Watkins comes back, but Ortega is in line to be their quarterback. He will be their next quarterback. And they're not going to slip. They're not going to fall. So, so I'm going to have another podcast, man. I'm out. I will come back. To talk more Villanova football, I want to give y'all a whole another hour, but this is about a good. Uh, we running on almost forty minutes. I want to talk about the Lehigh game. What do I think will happen for Fillmore? We will feel more Wildcats. It will be forty-eight to nine. What am I looking for? Who, who I think will be the players? Let's go back to that. Kind of Watkins will throw for 400 yards. Five touchdowns. 
No, I'll say about what? I think he'll get three touchdowns, not five. The reason why I say 400 because, I mean, Pringle and Hayek lighted up with Boykins. I mean, that just them three alone. And then you still got the tight ends with Gilroy. And you got Johnson and, and, and Bothwell. Um, I think Jackson has a 100-yard game. And he gets a, t- a touchdown, you know. Um, D. Will Barley gets a touchdown. Probably 70 yards. Um, Pringle and Hayek, I see uh, Pringle, man. I mean, who can get will, – will both of them get it? I think one of them could get 100 yards. Yeah, I think 130 yards for Pringle and 80 yards for Hayek and 60 yards for Boykin and probably 30 yards for one of the tight ends. Gilroy will probably get 30 yards. I'm just running down, you know. But it could be more than that. Um, Gilroy could get 50 yards. Or Gil- I think it's just so hard to pick the tight ends. Think about it. Gilroy, Johnson, one of those tight ends are going to get a touchdown. They're tall. They can catch. 6'4", 6'5", Bothwell, 6'4", or Johnson, 6'. You know. It's really a big, big thing to look at. Um, Bothwell, Johnson, Gilroy, I mean, combined. I'm going to say combined. I mean, it's, it's a talented group. So combined, I see 60 yards just coming from their unit. I mean, this team in Lehigh, the reason why I'm saying this because this team in Lehigh, man, it's not going to be comparable. The defense is not going to be comparable with the Taji Leach, the leading tacklers coming through. You know, I, I don't see this team being able to stop so many weapons. So I see, uh, you know, that, that being 60 yards out there unit. I mean, I see 400 yards, but at the same time, Hayek, I'm not, you're going to have to say Hayek can get 100 yards. Who's going to stop these two guys? I know they got good cornerbacks, say Logan Jones and Latrell Wimberly. But who's going to stop them guys? Who? That unit. 400 yards. I, am I going too far with 400 yards? Villanova fans, am I going to? Should I go down a little? Should I say 325? Should I say 325? I mean, there's Boykins. You got... T.D.A. Odorizai, you got Jalen Jackson who can catch for 50 yards. I mean, he has so many weapons. And T.W. Baker all catch the ball. It's a real hard patch there. But those are the guys, that's what I'm suspecting out of the tight ends, about 60 yards in combined. I'm looking at 130 yards from Pringle. I'm looking at 80 yards from Hayek. They both can get two touchdowns. But I think one to get one each, and I think a tight end will score a touchdown. And then the rest will come for running backs. I think Jalen Jackson gets two touchdowns and D. Will Barley gets one. I'm... That's three. Um, that's six. I said 48. I think a couple of field goals will come. It's going to be something to look at, man. I, I really feel this team has it. They get a good transfer. Um, Punter, a good transfer of a recruiting from a punter, recruited him, 
and they have a good transfer at the kicker. So I just think this team is just well built. So I'm out of here, y'all. I will come back and break down more with the roster, man. I think it'll be 48 to 9 or 48 to 6. 48 to 6 for the. Uh, I think it's 48 to 6, no doubt. Villanova. So I'm out of here, y'all. Lita Johnson, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook. I'm out, y'all. Follow Lita. And remember, y'all, God did. Go get that DJ Khaled album. We're going to rock out the Jay-Z's verse. Classic verse.
Yeah. 